0: Just sit back and relax. You'll be royally entertained, for it's time for Hollywood's Open House. Hello, everyone. This is Jim Amici inviting you once again to 30 minutes of pleasure and entertainment at Hollywood's Open House. Swell entertainment by great entertainers. Listen to the music of Ray Block and his orchestra. Songs by Diane Courtney and Danny O'Neill. And comedy by one of the greatest stars in show business, Bert Laugh. This is your host, Jim O'Michi, inviting you to listen to music, songs, and comedy here at Hollywood's Open House. Diane Courtney and Danny O'Neill shall furnish us with songs to remember, ably abetted by Ray Block and his orchestra, that madcap comedian we've all seen on the stage in some of Broadway's greatest musical comedies, whose antics on the screen have kept us howling, and whose many radio performances have never lacked for laughs, that man, Bert Lahr. And right now... Ray Block musically requests five minutes more. Bert Law, in order to improve himself, has been going to night school. As we join him now, he's busy with his homework, figuring out his mathematics. Now, let's see.
1: 725 goes into 857. Uh, well, what's the second problem?
2: <laughs>
1: Let me see. 8 goes into 56. I'll do it by long division. No, I'll do it faster than that. I'll do it by short division. Now, eight goes into five. No, it don't either. Maybe I can force it. (laughs) Wait a minute, wait a minute. Eight goes into 56. (laughs) Why, that's simple. The
2: answer is seven.
1: (laughs) Ah, the backs of these books are wonderful. (laughs) Say, Bird, Bird, what the dickens are you doing? Uh, Don't disturb me, Jim. I'm doing my homework. I, I got a geometry test coming up, and I, I must have misplaced a hypotenuse.
0: <laughs> oh, so you met it when you said you were going to night school. Well, congratulations, Bert. Yes, sir, education is a wonderful thing. You find some wonderful things in books. I'll say. Look at the back page of my history book. <laughs>
1: All telephone numbers.
2: <laughs>
1: and you know something? Just yesterday, I learned that the average family in this country consists of four and a half places... Ain't that
0: awful? Awful? Well, what's so bad about that? Must be awful messy having a half a person around the house. (laughs) Oh, now, you mustn't take statistics as seriously, Bert. You know, a couple of years ago, a Harvard professor came out with a statement that according to statistics, most people would be better off if they'd never been born. Yeah, but that seldom happens to anybody. (laughs) Well, what, what do you mean, seldom? You know, no more than once or twice. Not twice, Bert, twice. That's what I said. Twice. No, 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 Bert. Now look, say twice, then clap your hand over your mouth real quick. Twice. That's it? Now you can take your hand away.
1: I must have sprung a leaf someplace.
0: Bert, from what I can see, you don't seem to have learned much in that night school. Well, I've been out of the class a lot. You've been out a lot? Yeah,
1: yeah. The, 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 The teacher I got has got a kindergarten class in the daytime. And every time I raise my hand to ask a question...
0: Yeah? Uh, <laughs> she
1: misunderstands the issue
0: completely. Say, it, Bert, here comes that Mrs. Frump. You know, the real tough one. Oh, let me out of here. That, that woman scares me to death. Now, now, look, Bert, we have to have a showdown with you and Mrs. Frump. She's really a friend of yours. You've got to be nice to her. I want you to try and get on the right side.
1: Oh no, no, not
0: that, not that. But Bert, it's a simple thing to do. Just be nice to her. Well, I'll try. Oh, hello,
1: Mrs. Frump. That's a very short dress you're wearing. Is that your knees?
3: What'd you think they were? Hot cross buns. <laughs>
1: it ain't so simple, Jim. It ain't so simple
3: the papers with
1: the arithmetic on them. Well, uh, that's my home wife.
3: Yeah, what?
1: My homework. I'm going to night school. I'm getting an education. I got brains. I got plenty of brains. <laughs> Why, I got brains I ain't used yet.
3: <laughs>
2: what
1: do you think I am? A moron? An imbecile? An idiot? Keep going. You're
3: getting warm.
1: <laughs> that's a nasty crap. But it fits the face it comes from. He
3: is flat. So why you overgrown water horse? I've got a good mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me
0: finish. Hey, not... Here, Mrs. Trump, please. You know I'm surprised that you, Bert, you a gentleman speaking that way to a lady. Now you apologize to Mrs. Trump. No, well. Go on, go on. Well, I'm sorry, Mrs. Trump. I lost my head. But I
1: realize I shouldn't speak that way to a lady because.
3: Oh, that's all right. Shut up sir. and let me finish.
1: <laughs> because I'm a gentleman. I know on the outside I might seem rough and tough, but on the inside, deep down, deep down inside, there's something. Mrs. Trump, have you seen my operation?
3: All right, Lars, stick to the point.
1: Well, as I was saying, I'm a gentleman. I got a soft heart. I know what it means to be kicked around. Why, when I was three months old, I was left on on somebody's doorstep.
2: Yeah?
1: Yeah. A kind old lady took me in. She gave me a bowl of milk. She cuddled and fuddled me. And three weeks later, she threw me out. You know why? Yeah,
3: she found you
2: wasn't
1: a cocker spaniel. Hello! Oh, that woman, she, she not only scares me, but she, she gets me all wiped up. She, she gets me nervous and, and now, stuff now, like Now, no, now, now, just, just
0: take it easy, Bert. We've got somebody here to calm your nerves beautiful lady who sing just to you. You mean,
1: you mean Diane Courtney? Yes,
0: I mean Diane Courtney who will sing just to you.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, boy.
0: <laughs> Diane Courtney sings the haunting ballad Lover Come Back to Me.
2: The sky was blue, and high above, the moon was new, and so was love, this eager heart of mine was singing, lover, where can you? You came at last, love had its day. That day is past, you've gone away. This aching heart of mine is singing. Lover, come back to me. I remember everything. do, I'm so lonely, every road I walk along, I've walked along with you, no wonder I am lonely, the sky is blue, the night is cold. The moon is new, but love is old, and while I'm waiting here, this heart of mine is singing. You came at last, love had its day. That day is past. Gone away. This aching heart of mine is singing. Love.
0: Moment, we'll be back with our guests Bert Lard, Diane Courtney, Danny O'Neill, our own Ray Block, and yours truly, Jim you. <laughs> A wonderful song, A Wonderful Voice. September song from Knickerbocker Holiday and Danny O'Neill sings it.
2: When I was a young man courting the girls, I played me a waiting game. If a maid refused me with tossing pearls, I'd let the old earth take a couple of words. While I Plied her with tears In lieu of her The autumn weather turns the leaves to flame, one hasn't got precious view. September, November.
0: You're going down to the hospital to become a nurse's aide?
1: Yeah. At the night school, they ask for volunteers to be nurse's aides. But the only thing is Mrs. Frump has got charge of them. And i got to be interviewed by her. Can you imagine? Oh, that woman terrifies me. What I need is, is a bodyguard. Someone that's like Dick Tracy, Flash Gordon, and Superman. Did somebody call me? <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Fuddle. Just the guy I want to see.
4: Now, look, Bud. Hey. What are you so sad about? Tonight is my silver anniversary. Silver anniversary, huh? Yes. For 25 years, I've hated my wife. (laughs) Now, wait a
1: minute. You've only been married 15 years.
4: I know. I hated her 10 years before I met her.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, listen, you've got to help me out, Fudd. I'm in a jam.
4: You're in a jam. My wife and I went to the beach yesterday. And oh what happened to me? I was lying in the sand for nine hours.
1: Well, why didn't she get up and go home?
4: I couldn't. Tootsie Wootsy forgot where she buried me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you don't look the waste for it. In fact, the day at the beach has done wonders for you. Now look at look at the look at the way your hips is filled out.
4: Where? Oh, for goodness sake. I forgot to take off my water wings. <laughs>
1: Now look, I'm in trouble for, and you've got to help me out.
4: I'm going to the hospital to try to be a nice as a,
1: but I've got to be interviewed by that Trump woman. Now I want you to come along and help me.
4: Oh no, I can't go into a hospital every time I get near one, they drag me in and shove me in an oxygen tank. <laughs> okay, I'll see you later. <laughs>
0: Memories are often awakened by old musical favorites. And right now, we're going to have our own song revival, in a medley with our entire musical cast contributing. First, Danny O'Neill sings,
2: See You in My Dreams. I'll see you in my dreams. Hold you. Once took you out of my arms Still I feel the thrill of your charms Lips that once swam
0: Brings it back for us.
2: Wonderful, marvelous, you should care for me. It's awful night, paradise.
0: And Danny, Ray Black, and the orchestra, and that perennial favorite, There's a Small Hotel. There's a
2: small hotel with a wishing well. I wish that we were there together. There's a bridal suite. There. Looking through the window, you can see a distant steeple, not a sign of people. Who people when well, the steeple bell says good night, sleep well. We'll thank the small hotel, we'll creep into our little shell, and we will thank the small hotel.
0: Bert Lahr's gone over to the hospital to see Mrs. Frump. Let's peek in and see how he's making out.
1: Well, here's the door. Here goes. Oh, hello, Mrs. Frump. My, your hair looks lovely. What have you got on it? Brilliant team.
3: What did you think it was, chicken fat? <laughs> what are you doing in a hospital, Lark? Ain't these people around here sick enough without you?
1: No, is that nice?
3: You're wasting my time. I'm interviewing people for nurses' aides, and they only take intelligent people.
1: Oh, you think I couldn't be a nurse's maid, huh?
3: Well... Maid,
1: uh, I says... <laughs> lumpy Printon.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: you think I couldn't be a nurse's maid, huh?
3: mind, for heaven's sake. Well, come to think of it, you'd be great in the operating room. They wouldn't need an anesthetic. (laughs) One look at your puss and a patient would go out like a light. Okay, Florence Nightingale, I'll ask you some questions.
1: Okay, give me the question.
3: Now, first, how do you treat Burns?
1: If he says hello to me, I'll say hello to him. (laughs) I'm no snob.
3: No, you don't understand. How do you prevent discomfort from burns caused by hot liquids?
1: Blow on your soup.
3: Perhaps we'd better try a different subject. Therapeutics. Do you know anything about Violet Ray?
1: Well, people talk, but I think she's a nice kid.
3: Violet Rays are a form of treatment for certain types of injuries. What do you do about contusions?
1: I stand still.
3: You stand still?
1: That's right. I never jump at contusions.
3: Now you're supposed to know how to handle all types of cases. Suppose you're taking care of a ward. The patient in the first bed has a fever of 105 degrees. The patient in the next bed has chills. What do you do?
1: I put them in the same bed.
3: <laughs> Do not put them in the same bed. Don't you realize what the patient is suffering from? He has a ringing in his ears. How would you stop the ringing?
1: Tell him to answer the phone.
3: Oh, no. You examine the patient for other symptoms. If he has a black tongue, it indicates one of two conditions. What are they?
1: Either he's been eating blueberry pie or he's part chow dog. He's
3: not part chow dog. You don't seem to know the fundamentals of first aid. A man is suffering from asphyxiation. He's in a dead faint. What do you do?
1: I loosen his collar and tie.
3: That's right. Then
1: I take off his coat. Yes. Then I try it on and see if it fits me.
3: No. <laughs> oh, he needs oxygen. How do you revive him? Oh,
1: that's easy. You just give him artificial perspiration. <laughs>
3: Respiration, respiration Then you examine the patient And you find strange lumps all over his body What does that indicate?
1: Somebody gave him a transfusion of borscht
3: That is ridiculous How could a transfusion of borscht make him lumpy?
1: They forgot to take out the boiled potatoes
3: There are high-grade morons and low-grade morons But you, Laura, are an idiot
1: What grade?
3: Never mind what do you call the illness that affects the arterial system of the lower extremities?
1: The arterial system of the lower ex- extremities? Now, wait a minute. Don't tell me. I know what it is. It's called something like uh, 40 miles from Rochester.
3: 40 miles from Rochester?
1: Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Syracuse veins. <laughs> Guess you thought you got me that time, didn't you? Yes,
3: yes. yes, yes.
1: I was reading my thumb.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Now we'll try the next question. How do you stop severe bleeding of the hand?
1: Tie a tourniquet around the arm.
3: Right. How do you stop severe bleeding from the head?
1: Tie a tourniquet around the neck.
3: That would choke the patient to death.
1: Yeah, but it would stop him from bleeding, wouldn't it?
3: Suppose a girl fainted. Do you increase the circulation by rubbing her hand? Yeah. Shoulder? Yeah. Neck?
1: Well, as soon as she's feeling better. uh...
3: Lord, get out of here before I throw you out.
1: And you're the kid that can do it. So long.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Bert Lyle, for these minutes of fun-provoking laughter. And thank you, Diane Courtney and Danny O'Neill, for your wonderful songs. All of you, favorites, with another visit real soon. now this visit to Hollywood's Open House comes to a close. Our music is under the direction of Ray Block. The program is produced under the direction of Ray Green. This is Jim Amici inviting you to Hollywood's Open House next week at this same time.